I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's like the end of 2018 and another year goes by and I don't know what happens. Jason, what's going on? Why are we in a time warp? I have no idea. <laughs> and I'm approaching 50. <laughs> oh, Uh-oh. Well, I'm getting there myself. I'm, I'm like at 46 right now, so it's not too much further. Does it's time like, go quicker the older you get? I or... think it does. So I actually talked to my dad about this, yeah. and he has a theory. I think this might be might be correct. So remember when you're like three years old, like four years old, Christmas seemed like it took forever, forever to, to come there, by. Yeah. You're like, oh, my Lord, it's never my birthday is never going to get here again. Yeah. So my dad's like, well, when you're five years old, a year is one-fifth of your existence at that point. Uh, so right. by the time you're 50, it's a it's a it's sliver. Small, so it's it a small. Like, oh, yeah. It, yeah, so I think your mind kind of compresses it wow. down. So, yeah, so it's know. almost like a fly in an elephant. An elephant perception exactly. compared to a fly would be totally different. Right? Exactly. So I'm okay. an elephant now. So yeah, yeah. You're approaching elephant. I'm becoming an elephant as well, too. <laughs> so so I'm talking to Jason Wolf here. Jason, you are no stranger to Tech Vibe Radio. You have co-hosted with me before. Whenever Audrey can't make it, you are you are our, our go-to guy. That's oh, great to be here. To come in here. And I just want our listeners to know a little bit about you because, A, you just stepped up to be the chairman of our board of directors at the Pittsburgh Tech Council. And we were really pumped about that because- you bring such experience. I mean, you've been in the trenches. You have built companies. You have scaled companies. You have sold companies. You understand the pressures and the dynamics and how the tech council can help these men and women who are building these companies. Sure, sure. So we're excited to have your perspective. Beginning in 2019, it's kind of like our, our, our you're our main dude, for well, lack of a better yeah, term. <laughs> it's, it's an honor. I mean, it's, this is a great uh, council. I think we're one of the, one of the uh, largest councils in the entire country. Yes, we are. Um, and you guys do such a great job. We've been trying, you know, I mean, but we want to do better and we want to bring yeah. new insight, new perspectives. That's we why we're kind of pumped up on for sure. Absolutely. I mean, one of the things, you know, one of the things I'm hoping to uh, help with, if I can, absolutely. at least to guide a little yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> is more around uh, the membership. Okay. Okay. Because uh, I, would, I was just logging in today and I was looking at some of the things that the members can do. Um, and I think we can do a little bit more to encourage members to do business with each other. I know. Especially as startups. Yes. Because exactly. we have companies here in Pittsburgh that are just starting, okay? <clears throat> they may need some uh, help from, uh, you know, maybe uh, Justin, our friend over at Tech Elevator. They may need some hosting. You know, they may need some other services from tech-related companies. Where can I find that, that member that offers those services that I can access? Absolutely. And I so I think that's a benefit to the, the startups that are coming through, and I think— It can provide a first customer and a first partner. Absolutely. And, and one of the things I think you guys are doing—a lot of things you're doing great. The visibility is amazing, but one of the things I really am excited about is the initiative you did with Sheets. Yes. Specifically. Yes. Because Just, here we have—and you could explain this much better than I can, but real quick, the way I look at it, is you got a large company here in Pittsburgh is looking for cutting-edge technology, looking for partners, puts it out to the community. Uh, the members of the Tech Council come in, you know, 10, 15 members, present their concepts to Sheets. Their solutions, their technologies that they can deploy across their their, their stores or their, 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 their business processes. That's amazing. I know. I mean, this, this, is the, this is the kind of stuff in creating wins of companies that grow from nothing to become something yep. that then – 
have a group of people working there that then they go off and create businesses too. This exactly is very important. right. Yep, that's how our ecosystem grows. Absolutely. I think about back in the days, and we haven't had this in a while. I think the last time we had like a major, major like exit with, with like a four systems or a free markets, where then it unleashed a whole new wave of entrepreneurs that have some money in their pocket and ideas they want to develop. That's right. <laughs> and we need those successes need those. to scale. Absolutely. So we got to get that ball rolling. Yes. In the right direction, and, yes. and I, I know that you're going to help us bring that insight to help that happen with our members. Yes, I'm. I'm excited for it. So I'm. Gonna, I'm encouraged that uh, you know we're all working towards the same goal together absolutely. Um, and that we have a lot of uh, uh, interest in technology in the city of Pittsburgh. Absolutely. And so, you know, as we are now, you know, on the precipice of 2019, I always remind people when we're on air that like, I always tell people, you know, think about the tech council as something you can do in 2019 to help grow your business. Right. You know, and we have, you know, we're one of those organizations where we're so hands-on and if you have a, a specific problem that you're looking to tackle, reach out to us and we can tell you if membership makes sense. I think sometimes people that. are afraid. They are. Especially small companies. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't know if I could. I'm not big enough to be there. I'm not. But I don't the, know what I could I do. I know. There. But that's always been our specialty. Like we always have. We have members of all sizes. But it's something about our entrepreneur members we just get so excited about because right. we see their passion and their enthusiasm. And we want to be part of that. <laughs> I like. I know, for Jason, for, for <clears throat> almost yeah. for 21 plus years, I've been living vicariously yeah. through our entrepreneur <laughs> members. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm too scared to do that myself. So yeah. I like, you guys take the risk and I'll help you. I'll be your cheerleader on the side. And when you do something big and fun, I'll be there to make sure that's that everyone fun. knows that about so it. Fun. So, yeah, there's a lot to look forward to in, in 2019. And there's going to be another year of Tech Vibe Radio here on KDK, which we're so excited. This is just a great way for us to reach, you know, the masses out there. And plus, we also have a nice archive of previous shows. You know, if you go to pghtech.org or just go over to pghtechfuse.com, we've been archiving. And you can learn about the industry, learn about the companies, learn about the men and women that are building these companies. That's great. And you know what? I encourage people that are on the show to, yeah. link, to link over to that from the website. Exactly. Yeah, that's, sure. that's the thing. I'm always trying to make people, I need to sign a contract. You come on the show, you're going to have to like link out when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> we need those links. Yeah, absolutely. We, it's the only way we, we can actually spread what's going right, on is by getting people to link out and share yeah. and yeah. comment and, and all that kind of fun yep. stuff. So I think it's kind of cool as far as that goes. So. I don't know. So, uh, so today's show, we've got a really cool show in front of us. Hey, we're gonna next segment. We're gonna learn more about what you're up to these days because you're always cooking something fun. I mean, I think our listeners need to know about the success you've had in the past and how you're gonna be doing that again. And so, we're, I'm curious to ask you some questions about where you're going in 2019. When you're not sharing the board of the Pittsburgh Technology Council. You're doing a lot of other stuff on the side there, Jason. <laughs> as far I'm as busy, that goes. very busy guy. So we have Dr. Quentin Bullock, the president of CCAC, stopping by. Awesome. Dr. Bulk's cool dude, man. Yeah, very cool. You know, he's a dentist. I, you know what? I read that yeah. about him, and I was kind of amazed. I know. Yeah. I think it's so cool. Like, it's a dentist, and I'm, like, I'm a president of the Community College of Allegheny County. It's amazing. I think it's so cool. Yeah. And we have our CEO of the year from Tech50 stopping by. We have Teresa Huber from Intervala. I'm excited to talk to her, yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, she's good. Her, uh, her comments at the uh, Tech50 Awards about yep. culture. Is spot on. Spot on, man. Yeah. 100% spot on. And that company is growing so quickly. The demand for electronics is not lessening. It's not decreasing. And Interval, they, they build the circuit boards for, the, for all these electronic devices. And uh, it always mesmerizes me that you can take, you can actually build something. Right. That goes into a product and then it works. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I built stuff that doesn't work that well. <laughs> as far as that well, goes. where are they? Are they located in the city? Uh, no, I think they're just outside the outside city. The they're city. up along the Allegheny River. There. Do you know so. how many employees they have? 
I think they're around 70, but Teresa will, will confirm yeah, that we'll for sure. She, she'll give us all those kind of oh, I can't details. wait. No, nah, it's going to be good yet. stuff. And I'm so glad that you can fill in for Audrey tonight, Jason. It's it's always fun to kind of share. Where is Audrey right now? She's I would love traveling to. She's, all over the country, she, all over the world, She actually. is. She just came back from Croatia. Yeah. And some really exciting news we'll be talking about coming from that trip that she did. I mean, they're, they want to tap into what Pittsburgh's doing and right? use us as an example of how they can grow their economy. Wow. So I think it's, it's really fun. So using Pittsburgh as an example yeah, to try to help them to exactly. do what we're doing here, all the special things we're doing here. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. They that's want great. to learn how Pittsburgh's been able to, to do what it has done. So I just think that's just totally, totally exciting. And that's why I cannot wait for 2019 but we're taking a quick break and we are coming back with more tech vibe radio in fact jason we're gonna be talking about what you're doing with 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 Giftia and wolf and all the stuff that you're building because there's stuff you're working on that i don't even know about we'll cover it <laughs> really <laughs> touch on it yeah, yeah absolutely great great stuff okay. hey if you learn more about the pittsburgh technology council just go on over to pghtech.org once you're there you can learn about all the ways we like helping tech companies succeed whether you're a startup or you're a multinational we have ways that we can definitely help you amp it up simple as that we've been doing it since 1983 having way too much fun with it and i just can't say enough about we're looking forward to helping people do this year so, wow 35 years yep and it'd be 36 once we click the top once we click the uh the clock over and yeah. it's gonna be like oh man that's that's beginning again anyhow we're taking a quick break we're coming right back this is jonathan kirsting jason wolf so glad you're joining us here tonight on tech vibe radio this is jonathan kirsting and jason wolf so jason you are filling in for the one, the only, Audrey Russo, my boss, our CEO and president of the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Our fearless leader. Our fearless leader. And as I mentioned before in our first segment, you're our new board chair. We're super fired up about that. Because we're bringing your experience. You've built so many companies, done so many cool things over the years. Bringing your perspective onto the PTC, helping us kind of shape what we're doing to help our members. Yep. We are fired up, man, I'm for 2019. So I want to learn, our listeners want to learn more about the man that is Jason Wolf. And you've got a really cool story. Like I said, you have built companies, you have scaled companies, and you have sold companies. You know what it takes. Yep. Let's start at the very beginning. Wow. He <laughs> <It> was <laughs> okay. a wee lad. I was a wee lad. <laughs> yeah. So my 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 beginning was uh, back in the mid nineties. Yeah. You know. So, uh, um, you know, before I before I um, started to get into the internet space, I was I graduated from a school called Milton Hershey School, um, um, and that's a school for kids from disadvantaged families. Right. And I graduated with a suitcase of clothes, hundred bucks, and went through college. And then I got in an accident, and I and I was I wound up homeless. That's crazy. So living out of my car. Yeah. And I was writing code. And, so you're writing code while yeah. like living out of your car. Living out of the car. And oh a friend gosh. of mine let me put my computer in his office. Okay. He had no idea that I was not. I didn't have anywhere to go. Oh my life. goodness. And so I would go, and I would. Uh, I was teaching myself uh, Perl at the time. No CGI, way. CGI, Photoshop. Yeah. Cor- Corel Draw. Right. Corel Draw. Yeah. Oh, man, you are going back to the 90s, man. I yeah. love it. And so basically from there, I was able to create a, a coupon site, and it uh, became very popular. What was the idea for the coupon site? What made you choose That's, a coupon site? I mean, before my accident, I was actually going from video store. Remember Blockbuster? Yes. I was going from video store to video store and I was convincing the video store owner to allow me to put coupons inside of their video cassettes for the uh, businesses around right. the video That's store. That's a cool idea. Because I figured, you know, they're going to return the video so right. they may go to Dairy Queen next door. Exactly. And so coupons were kind of on my mind and okay. I thought about a couple other ideas. I was there was a, a, a website was just starting called Web Personals. I was thinking Web about the personal website, but okay. for some reason coupons were on the mind, and I ended up creating the first coupon website. And 
and grew from you know nothing to becoming uh, a site that had uh, 20 million uh, visitors per month and Whoa. mailing list was five million. I, I, how did that happen? <laughs> I mean, and just because we were, I was right. I was actually creating a community. Right. And I And that's before people were creating communities yeah, though. That's why I think right. what you're doing now seems like oh that makes yeah. total sense yeah. in 2019, right. but 1995 doing people it. weren't thinking about that. I was putting a counter on the bottom of my websites. <laughs> right. You know, I <laughs> I remember that little green counter yeah, like absolutely. Up one one person came. Exactly. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, I was writing the code. I was actually uh uh deploying people to do work that I couldn't do. So gotcha. I would uh create a a page on the site that uh, uh Mostly housewives were very passionate about sharing coupons that right. they could find around okay. the internet. So we created uh, 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 one segment of the site that was geared towards uh, things that people have found online. Okay. Another that was geared towards swap meets that people like to do. Right, and right, flea right, right. markets and all this stuff. And before you know it, we had millions and millions of people using it. And then I raised a half a million dollars in venture capital from Jupiter Media. Okay. I uh, gave up um, 13% of the company and 7% warrants. And, uh, you know, then eventually a year or so later, right before the, the bubble burst, I sold it. You sold just before the yeah. bubble burst. Wow. Talk but it, about. But, but it became, it, it was interesting because I was still in my 20s and um, I didn't know much about doing deals. And it was around, it was a little over a $20 million deal. And to me, I mean, look, I was a few years before I was living in my car. You know? Yeah, I was gonna, that's what I'm saying. You're going for your car <laughs> yeah. to like putting a $20 million deal together. That is amazing. So it was insane. And, and uh, unfortunately, I wasn't uh, very wise and. The deal that I put together was um, multifaceted, where I owned part of the public company, which was a, a it's called Save.com. It was, okay. was going to be a, a internet play. Right. And so I had stock, I had cash, and then I had a management fee. So huh. this was like a five-year project. And it was only a year later, a little less than a year that the bubble burst. Right, right, so right. So they paid, they paid me maybe $2.5 million, and then the whole thing collapsed. Wow. Oh, good. From the ashes of all that, I right. created the next company called Direct Response Technologies. I remember Direct Response Technologies, right? And that mm. became the seeds then for for the gift card stuff. Right? <laughs> yeah. And matter of fact, I was just pulling up here today. The office, our first office, was in this very building. Really? Here yeah. in Foster Plaza Five. Foster Plaza Five. Love it. And the shared location. I think yeah. it's downstairs or upstairs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, so we were here. I grew that business to uh, seventy five employees. And matter of fact, they're still here in Foster Plaza. Really? All these years later after I sold in 2006. Well, that's kind of we cool. We were doing affiliate tracking and uh, tracking one website to another website. And right. uh, when I sold it, we were tracking somewhere around 16 billion transactions a month. 16 billion transactions a month. Yep. Amazing. Amazing. And then uh, from, uh, from that, I built the giftcards.com business. Um, and, uh, and once again, you were really ahead on the curve on the gift card thing because you were the first one bringing that online where you could then purchase these things online. Yeah, it was funny because back in 2000, I tried to buy the domain giftcards.com and I couldn't buy it because somebody owned it. I spent a year or two getting to know the person that owned it, knew, got to know the person's history, his background, what he was interested in. He liked boats. I learned about boats. I went out and flew okay. out to California met with him like <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Times. Are you serious? So finally he convinced him to sell it to Oh, my me. goodness. Wow, you're really playing the long game on that Well, one. you know, the thing is it's persistence. This is one of the things you I've are. learned. Yeah, that's, you are persistent, you man. you got to be persistent. you got to be persistent. Because right when, you're about to be, right when you're about to be successful, a lot of people drop out. Right, yeah. And you just get prospered. So I bought the domain in 2002, maybe. Okay. And uh, after I sold direct response, I needed something to do. And so I, I need said, something to do. <laughs> focus on gift cards. And um, we became the largest online gift card site. And um, um, 
by the time I sold it, we did um, um, over a billion dollars in value load, so a billion dollars in card value. Man. And uh, the year that I sold it, I think we were selling somewhere around 3 million cards a year. Do you now understand why I'm excited that you're a board chair at the Pittsburgh Technology <laughs> Council? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. a little bit about scaling stuff. Just yeah, saying, just yeah, saying, yeah. just saying. That was an interesting journey. Uh, yeah. We got up to about 120 people and uh, sold that to a public company. Um, we didn't have any venture capital. We had no outside investment. Right. So, so you were able to really, really capitalize mm -hmm. on that. Yeah. And now, so we got a couple minutes left on this segment. So yep. what are you doing now? I know you've got many things going on right now. One yeah. of them is Gift ya and some other stuff. So what are some of the highlights that you're working on right now? So Wolf is an incubator company. We own like five different companies in various stages. Okay. And are they all around this kind of area with, with, with couponing and online transactions? It's mostly all online. So okay. we own the gift card granny website, which, uh, the non-compete that's uh, with uh, Blackhawk is just about up. We uh, have a website that sells gift cards, right. Gift Card Granny, and we get about a million people a month to the site. And so uh, that's what that website does. But it's a discounted gift card. So instead of paying full face value, right. like when you're at giftcards.com, you could pay less than face value. Wow. Right? You gave and, me 50 bucks. Yeah, I gave you 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> More like 45 or 40. <laughs> nobody knows. But nobody knows. People right? use them for themselves, too. It's almost right. like the Giant Eagle program. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and then we have uh, a couple other businesses, uh, a company called Central. It's a little complicated. It's a gateway for debit networks and card-linked offerings. Wow, okay. That's so, sounding very complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's more <laughs> uh, uh, lower-level, cooler yeah. technology. Yeah, stuff that you, it's behind-the-scenes yeah, stuff that enables transactions, right? Transactions for at the point of sale when you do a card-linked offer, when you're swiping your Visa or MasterCard. Yeah. You get, getting discounts ah. so we're building a debit gateway for that very cool um, and then the thing i'm really excited oh, one of the other things actually i'm going to touch on yeah. quickly because it emphasizes yeah. pittsburgh is we're we have a company called compromised which is in partnership with the ncfta which is a local company which is great okay and they do and it's a it's a fraud cyber crime type of product and so we're very excited about that because it's a pittsburgh joint venture and then lastly the thing that i'm very excited about is gift which we're about to launch here in the next couple of weeks which is a new way to do gifting so instead of doing gift cards uh which you know could be lost or stolen right and i can tell you all the criminal activity happens with oh, gift cards got to be a whole world behind that right? exactly and so Ooh. we're going to take your current visa or mastercard that's in your wallet and when you swipe that card at the right. place that i buy you a gift for we're going to recognize the transaction and credit your card wow and so therefore we're going to solve a lot that's of problems. transformative so we're totally so cool. and we're going to launch right here in pittsburgh that's what it's about in about two weeks oh so exciting jason yeah. even more exciting you're co-hosting tech vibe radio with me tonight so i love <laughs> I'm it i'm super I pumped yeah hey we got a lot more tech vibe in front of us jason we have uh, dr quentin bullock stopping by and of course Teresa huber from intervala this is jonathan kirsting and jason wolf we're both kind of from the Pittsburgh Technology Council now, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, right. man. <laughs> Learn more about us at pghtech.org. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so glad you are hanging out with us here tonight on Tech Vibe Radio. And as you know, I got a really cool special co-host with me, no stranger to Tech Vibe Radio or the Pittsburgh Technology Council. We have Jason Wolf with us tonight. Jason. Hey, Jonathan. What's happening? Thanks man? for hanging out with us, man. Anytime, brother. Audrey appreciates it when you can fill in. Like, whenever she can't make it to the show, she's like, call Jason. I'm like, we're on it That's immediately. And you're always like, big yep, shoes I can to fill, do it. though. I don't know if I can do oh, it. Oh, you can do it, man. You can do it. Long day today. And I'm just always reminding our listeners so Jason is our new board chair at the Tech Council. We're really excited to have him on board at the PTC, helping guide our greater, higher direction as far as that goes. And, and Jason, real fast about yourself these days, what are you working on these days, real quick? What am I working on? Well, let's see. Uh, we have the Wolf Company is an, sort of an incubator. Yeah. And we have about four or five different companies under the Wolf umbrella that we're working on at various stages. So you're doing like four stages. things at one time. 
Well, I have people that are doing four things at one time. But you're man. I only can do one thing at one time. <laughs> Tell them to work harder and faster, right? <laughs> I can't chew gum and walk at the same time, but I have other people that are much more talented than I am. Uh, we have, uh, yeah, we have five, four or five companies. Great. Um, when I sold giftcards.com, we were able to keep one of the properties called Gift Card Granny, yeah. which is a secondary gift card business, which is growing. Building that up. Uh, building that up. And um, I don't know how much you want me to get into it, but uh, we have uh, another property we're very excited to launch called Giftcha. Which is uh, sort of the uh, disruptor for the gift card space. Which you're going to disrupt it, man. Try. I'm excited. So speaking Out of, of Pittsburgh, absolutely, absolutely. So we have Dr. Quentin Bullock here from awesome. CCAC, and you're no stranger to Tech Vibe Radio. This is your second time on the show. It is glad yeah. to be with you again. So glad that you're here. I tell you what, CCAC is one of these awesome assets that we often sometimes forget about because it's everywhere, but it's doing such great work for preparing the workforce that we need giving people the skills and doing it in an affordable way, doing it in a really technology-intensive way. So Jason and I have so many questions to ask you tonight. So we're so glad you're hanging out with us so we can learn more about the latest and greatest with CCAC. Excellent. Looking forward to the conversation. So Dr. Bullock, first off, your background real quick. Rumor has it you were a dentist at one point in time. I am. I was. Yeah. I still am, still, I guess okay. I could say. Yeah. I started my career with the goal of being medical doctor and due to personal matters that uh, occurred I stopped and started teaching became a public high school teacher awesome and, uh, earned my master's and started teaching the community college to connect right uh, and um, visited um, one of my uh, local dentists to inquire with my general uh, checkup and just share my career aspirations and he said uh, you know I'm a surgeon Oh, really? What? Yeah. So I thought, well, what does it take to be a dentist? And we had a On conversation, and I did what he said, took my test, admitted to one of the one schools in Houston, and that's where I am. That's, that's where awesome. I was. And then how long have you been at CCAC as, as the president of CCAC leading the, the, the community college? It would be five remarkable years come the 5th of March of 2019, so almost five years. I love it. So I'm going to hand over to Jason here. Jason, you get I'm us just, started, I'm man. just wondering, how yeah. do you go from being a dental surgeon to becoming the president of the college? That's That, that must be an, an interesting uh, journey. Well, not not really. You know, if you think about where many of the allied health programs are occurring, it starts with the community college. And uh, my early part of the community college experience was teaching in the sciences. So I was connected to the sciences, and as I progressed uh, through my personal professional career and moved to New York, that's when I reconnected, met a young lady, and she was uh, looking for mentors to come and mentor underrepresented economic disadvantaged youth. And I said when I wasn't on call, I would volunteer my services and would uh, gladly engage the young men and women in the science experiences. And through that experience, they realized, wow, you have a talent. I said, I was a high school urban science teacher, so I'm very familiar with working with the population. And one thing led to another. Opportunity opened. I took advantage of it, and it reconnected me to where my passion obviously lies, is in the education and providing education opportunities and uh, helping individuals achieve their education and career goals. And I just worked my way through uh, the system and serving in uh, director, executive dean, provost, and this is my second community college presidency. That's amazing. I was listening to you in an interview not too long ago, and you were talking to the crowd about <clears throat> one of your philosophies is always be learning. Always Absolutely. be learning. 
Is there any time where you feel like maybe it's a time to stop learning? Oh, absolutely not. You should always be learning and exploring and reaffirming skills that you have. In fact, I still teach a class, and I teach the class to stay engaged with the students. And keeps the you in the trenches, right? Keeps me in the trenches, yeah. keeps me engaged, and also keeps my hand on the pulse to understand some of the challenges that I hear from faculty and staff that speak about students, and I can observe them firsthand. And also to share some of the wisdom that I have and what I use as a way to embrace the sciences and to help break down the barriers that science is difficult and show you know, some simple ways of embracing science, learning science, and making the best of it that you can and then excel in, in the way. And to push, never accept failure as a failure because you fail for a reason. Be honest to yourself. Make that judgment and then address that challenge and move on. You fail, therefore you succeed. I love it, man. Wow, geez, we're getting like deep now. Dig it. Well, I'm I'm talking about learning. I feel like as I got into my age, I I don't feel like learning anymore. I just feel like, gosh, technology is moving so quickly. I know. I know. So, yeah. I love it. So let's talk a little bit. Just reminding us, we're talking to Dr. Quentin Bullock, the president of the Community College of Allegheny County, CCAC, one of the best resources here. Really, I mean, when it comes to what you're doing for our workforce here, there's some great stats that you sent us here that I'm just amazed with that, that CCAC is the largest producer of nurse graduates, and 90% of CCC nursing program graduates have jobs within six months? Absolutely. That's amazing. It affirms the strong partnerships that the community college has established with our medical health care community. Our nursing program is in high demand. And we graduate uh, both in December and in May. Okay. High-quality education, outstanding teaching faculty. We provide our students the best preparation to go directly into uh, the nursing profession. We'll have our next graduation in a few weeks uh, for the uh, December graduation, and many of them probably already have jobs. And I think another part, we have um, some of the top, uh, passing of the NCLEX examination. Very, very competitive. Uh, in fact, it's just slightly above the national norm, which is, is a home run, win-win. So outside of nursing, what are, there, what are some of the more popular areas that people are getting skills and then taking that right to the workplace with? Um, many persons are coming to us for training in some of the um, business areas. want to be entrepreneurs, getting the preparation for entrepreneurs. They're going to criminal justice for careers in a variety of fields information technology, uh, uh, both computer information technology, cybersecurity, data analytics, all of these new fields that are leading directly into the workplace, megatronics, which is a new area related to the advanced manufacturing. Welding is booming across the county. In fact, we're offering welding Monday through Sunday. And one of our... (laughs) Monday through Sunday. Sunday. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) All week. All week. And uh, last year we had a midnight welding. And uh, we didn't offer it this fall, uh, but we have the Monday through Sunday without the midnight, but we anticipate that will come back again soon. There's something to be said about the trades, for sure. Yeah, the trades are, are, are growing. We, we work in collaboration with seven trade uh, unions, uh, over 1,700 apprenticeships uh, that are allowing individuals to take uh, up to 45 college credits toward earning a credential, which is part of their preparation to a journeyman. And that in itself offers opportunities for individuals to really get that foundation in the general education core courses that support them as well. How many students do you um, enroll? 
We is. are just under 44,000. Just 44,000. 44,000. <laughs> Good Lord, it's wow. a lot of students, man. <laughs> credit, non-credit uh, across four campuses and five centers. Wow, that's huge. I mean, that's what I'm t- I mean, that shows the impact that you guys, that, that CCAC has, that you're educating that many people. Jonathan, you know what yeah. I'm curious about? What's that? How much does somebody save by going to- I love it. To your school. Right. And transferring to, say, Pitt. Exactly. If you are starting your studies for the first two years and compare it to a public, you would save $24,000. Whoa, that's a serious piece of change. It is. And if you compare it to a private for the first two years, it's about $59,000. Interesting. But the great thing about that also is that you earn your associate's degree okay. and still be able to transfer it to your four-year college, uh, university of choice, sense, right? and still earn your bachelor's degree at that college of choice with the significant savings that right. will offer you many benefits. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I actually read, too, that you're connected with 168 colleges, I think, that you can transfer to, 160 plus. Well, we have uh, very strong partnerships with over 43 college universities in our area. Uh, students do transfer to a variety of colleges across the nation as a whole, but we value the partnerships in our region to ensure that students have that seamless transferability to continue their studies toward their bachelor's degree and beyond. Very cool. So I have one last question for you, and I was really impressed because I was interviewing Dr. Farnham Jahanian, the president of Carnegie Mellon University. He was talking about the future of higher education, and he says the secret is with the community colleges. He says that is the future of higher education. To me, that was very powerful for him to say that because you offer that flexibility. Tell us about the future of the community colleges and how they're going to be impacting workforce. Well, one of the great things of the community colleges' uh, work is the preparation of the workforce to train individuals that will work in the various fields and industries, the technicians providing that basic foundations. And we are very nimble. We're able to create the necessary training that will support a specific industry at a given time. Uh, We are uh, strong partners with business and industry and will be vital for the continual upscaling, retraining of existing workforce, or even introducing new careers that are up and coming in the horizon. Fantastic stuff. We're all out of time. I wish we had another segment to talk to you because there's so much going on with the school. I was wondering about yeah. Brisket Boss. I, I ah. it, but I, that's for another conversation. For another that's, conversation. that's another conversation, but you're in for a treat. In for a treat. Well, thank you for being in Pittsburgh. We are very fortunate to have you. On our I agree with you, Jason. And thank you for the opportunity. Hey, we're taking a quick break. We're coming back with more Tech 5 Radio. We have Jason Wolf co-hosting with me in place of my usual co-host, Audrey Russo at the Pittsburgh Technology Council. Learn more about us by going to pghtech.org. Fly on over to Twitter at pghtech. We'll be right back with more Tech 5 Radio. So glad you are listening to Tech 5 Radio this Friday night. You made a very wise decision because Tech 5 Radio talks to the best and the brightest people in Pittsburgh's tech and advanced manufacturing sectors. Jason, you're hanging out with me tonight. One Jason Wolf. Thanks for holding up our end of the bargain here since I'm Audrey here. can't make it. This you is know. awesome. I, I know. You can invite me anytime. I will show up. Well, that's this. what's going to happen. You realize that. You know, Audrey's <laughs> traveling. She just got back from Croatia. Her schedule goes nuts. See, I'm steady. I don't go anywhere. Yeah. I'm just, I'm always on Tech Vibe. 11 years, I've missed Tech Vibe once. Wow. I got the stomach flu. Nasty. There was no coming in for that. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say there was like three feet of snow and you couldn't get in. No, I, I, three feet of snow wouldn't stop no, me. I'd, I'd rent a helicopter. Like <laughs> I'm just saying. But anyway, we're always This is here. so exciting. I mean, you get to yeah. meet some of the brightest, some of the most energetic people in the exactly. city of Pittsburgh building technology. It's awesome. They, they inspire me. Yeah. And Teresa Huber is one of those people 
She is from Intervala, and she was named our CEO of the year at our Ooh. Pittsburgh Tech 50 Awards this year. So, Teresa, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just to get things rolling, I'd like to give our listeners just a little background. Like, who is Teresa Huber? I know you came on with Intervala about two and a half years ago and, and just really took that company, and you are just, you're, you're launching it. I just love it. Well, thanks. Yeah, there's a lot of exciting things happening at Intervala. Um, Intervala was really created about two and a half years ago, as you said. Uh, we pulled together um, a group of local investors to uh, create Intervala and basically acquire a couple of other businesses locally to get that kickstarted. Uh, and we've been growing every year since then. So uh, very exciting times. Very much so. And how many employees do you have? We have about 215 employees now. Whoa, 215. Yeah. See, we were, we were conjecturing at the beginning of the show. Jason's like, how many employees do they have? I said, I think they have like 70. I was so wrong. <laughs> That's all I get to say. I need to do more wow. research, man. That's yeah. all I can say. Way off. No, we have about uh, over 200, as I said, and I think we've grown our employment about 40% in the last two years. That's um, and amazing. We're, we're still hiring. We're looking for 30 to 40 people right now. That's amazing. Can I make a comment about Absolutely. this? Absolutely. I was uh, privileged to watch you at the uh, Tech 50 Award Ceremony, and, and what you said up there was uh, striking about culture because culture eats strategy for breakfast, and I think uh, Peter Drucker said that. Uh, what practical things do you do at the company internally to focus and improve your culture? Because I, I know that you're totally down for culture, and so am I. So I'd love to hear that. I'm sure Definitely. listeners would love to hear I that. I want to hear it. Yeah, absolutely. sure. No, absolutely. Pas- I mean, I'm very passionate about culture. Um, I did talk about that at the Tech 50, um, and I think you know we try to embed uh, the reinforcement of our culture in everything that we do. So um, as a company, our culture is really based upon being customer-centric. Um, so we feel like everything we do should be focused around the customer. So as we're uh, interviewing new people, as we're hiring folks, uh, once people come on board, we spend um, a ton of time uh, and energy really indoctrinating them into our culture. So culture is an important part of the interview process. We have a very structured onboarding process, which also includes uh, a lot of focus on our culture. Um, and for existing employees, we do hands-on training. Uh, we do a lot of activities to build engagement. I mean, at the end of the day, the work that we do um, is really fun, but it can also be very challenging. And so people have to be completely bought in that what they do is going to make a difference for the customer yeah, for and sure. for the company. I mean, because you're building super advanced stuff, <laughs> for the lack <laughs> of a technical term, if you know what I mean. I mean, I'm talking like circuit boards, just crazy, crazy stuff where there's no margin for error. That's exactly like right. none. Yes. And people are relying on you to get them these parts on time, 100% rate of roll. That's right. While you're growing a company <laughs> and keeping all that rolling at the same time, like, I don't know how you guys do it. With like, a good culture. With a good with culture. people leaning forward and, exactly. and working together. That's exactly right. And mm-hmm. I, I think I may have said it uh, at, at the Tech Council event, but I do believe that culture is the only truly sustainable competitive advantage. Right. You know, the competitors Makes can sense. do a lot of things, but if you spend the right time on your people and your culture, um, they can't compete with that. It builds that foundation for the it other does. stuff to really take root and, and flourish as far as that goes. So maybe tell us a little bit some of the different things that you guys manufacture and, and some of the, the verticals and stuff like that that you guys play into. I'm just curious about that. Sure. Um, so Intervala is a full-service manufacturer. Uh, we do make some pretty sophisticated and complicated you know, products, uh, as you mentioned, Jonathan. Um, we make those for customers who are normally leaders in their own industry. So our customers um, are innovators, they're leaders. Uh, many times they don't want to focus on their own manufacturing. They'll be doing product development, marketing. Right. They really want to focus their resources on what they're good at. 
and they trust us to be their manufacturing partner. And for um, depending on the customer, that can mean that we do every bit of manufacturing that happens for them. Uh, we do design engineering. Uh, it can be electronics, electromechanical products, uh, purely mechanical products. Um, and again, we do those across a number of different uh, industries for a number of different customers. Very cool. Do you, do you work with the R&D departments of the companies? or? We do. Um, depending, again, on the customer, we work with the R&D group. Uh, we may do a design from the ground up with their R&D group and kind of be, be there from the beginning. Uh, sometimes we will take a design that's already in place or started, and we can kind of redesign that to add value for the customer, maybe, maybe find a way to get it to market more quickly, find a way to take cost out for them. Um, so we'll work with the R&D groups. Sometimes we work with their um, supply chain groups, their operations groups. Um, really, it just depends on what they're looking for. And your clients are probably all over the world. They are. They yeah. are. Yeah, we have, um, we're fortunate we have a few local customers, um, but we have some, you know, at different different places in the United States and certainly uh, some internationally headquartered as well. Most of our customers, um, regardless of where they're headquartered, are shipping globally and they have a global footprint. So we do that as well for them. That's why Pittsburgh is such an awesome town because there's yes. manufacturers like you building stuff that's around the world as far as it is. Very exciting. So, I mean, last time I checked, people... Demand for electronics just has to be insane these days. I mean, there's electronics being added to everything. Obviously, that's got to be a lot of what's driving your growth. I mean, what what is really the thing that, that's making Interval just, just doing what it's doing these days? Well, I think the thing that drives our growth um, more than anything is that we have um, tremendous capabilities from a technical standpoint all in one place. So under one roof, um, as you said, we can do just about anything that a customer uh, would need us to do, whether it's design engineering, manufacturing, global shipment and fulfillment for them. I mean, that's a decisive competitive advantage in our business. Um, a lot of companies say they can do all the things that exactly. you know, that we say we can do, <laughs> right. um, but I would argue that we can <laughs> actually do them. Um, and for a company our size, that's very unique. Most companies who can do what we do are, you know, multi-billion dollar really? publicly traded companies. And so what happens with them is they can't be as flexible and as nimble as we can be. So I think that's probably the key competitive advantage is that we can be very flexible. We customize a solution for every customer, whatever they want, um, and but they can come to us and really get everything that they need. Um, and, of course, we give it to them with that wonderful customer-centric culture. For sure. Just reminding our listeners, we are talking to Teresa Huber, the CEO of Intervala. Teresa, what's the best website for people to come and check you guys out? Just intervala.com? Yes, yes. Just that simple. I love it because I really encourage our listeners to go there because when they go to your site, they can really see all the different areas that you guys play in. And it just amazes me. Yeah, that would be great. You make all that happen. (laughs) And it sounds like they're doing something new every day, so it's not like stale work. No. Like uh -uh. they're they're engaging with all different types of products out there. And so I would imagine um, our tech uh, listeners today would probably wonder what type of tech jobs you might have available out there. Sure. Um, So we're always looking for people. Um, We are looking for folks, um, kind of engineering positions, uh, direct labor staff, um, procurement positions, I guess, you know, it, it kind of runs the gamut right now. Um, we have, you know, the Pittsburgh area has a lot of talent, and so we've been pretty successful at getting talent. Uh, but the pool's, you know, probably not quite as big as we'd like it to be. I think everyone would, would share agree. my yeah, belief, my belief on, on that. Um, you know, so we've done you know, a lot more recently working with the universities on internship programs, co-op programs, uh, to try to expand that pool. You know, so really at this point, we're looking for uh, the people with the right cultural fit. 
and we will spend a lot of uh, time and investment in them to train them and acclimate them to, um, you know, to intervala and help that's, them succeed. That is very interesting. Uh, I mean, that to me is like it shows the commitment to what you guys are up to here, and the fact you're going to take somebody, you know, they're going to be the right fit. You're going to make that investment because they're going to help you out long term. Right. right. As far as that is, so so cool. So, what do you see driving growth into 2019? I think uh, going into 2019, yeah. um, our growth will come. Uh, as it has in the past, uh, from our continued focus on uh, expanding our customer base globally, okay. um, what we look to do um, on a year-on-year basis is to grow the company um, by maximizing what we can do for our existing customers, but Definitely. also by adding, you know, four or five new customers, new guys, right, uh, significant in. customers. Okay. Um, you know, as you can probably imagine, it's it's a big investment to take on a new customer. Yes. Uh, so, you know, we don't take on a lot of small customers. We try to look for larger customers. That I can, was going to ask you that. that so, yeah, yeah, you need that uh, customer of a certain size. Like, we you're, do. you're not going to prototype a one-off for a startup company as far no. as that goes. Are no. you asking for yeah. yourself? I, just, I am. I have a, <laughs> I, got a as everyone secret knows, project. See, Audrey and I have always had our dream of our robotic nacho arm. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> not sure. They're not going to build one for us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our customers that you know, that we take on are a mix, um, but, but substantial uh, revenue growth is important for us, for sure. So. Very, very cool. So we've got a, a couple minutes left. Yeah. I mean, what else should people know about Intervala? As far as, obviously, culture is, is, is top, of the, top of the heap there. You're in hiring mode. Mm-hmm. You've got some great customers. What else should we know about Intervala? What, what are you guys up to these days that we're feeling like 2019 is going to be a big year? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think 2019 is definitely going to be a great year. Um, we landed several new customers in 2018, yeah, so excellent. we we already know that 19 is going to be a very good year for us. But you know, again, our, we set our sights high. We have uh, aspirations to grow uh, pretty significantly in 2019. So um, just you know, trying to hire people, trying to land some additional new customers, uh, and really, it's a very very fast paced, exciting place to work. Um, so right. you know, it's a good culture. We're having a good time, and uh, that's awesome. 2019 is going to be a great year. Where's your facility? It's located in East Pittsburgh, East Pittsburgh. in the Keystone Commons yeah, absolutely. complex. Right. Yeah. You can actually drive into one of the buildings over there. It's you like can. the old mill. I love it, man. Every time I go in there, I'm like, whoa. There's like a bunch of businesses inside what was once a gigantic, uh, it was a manufacturing facility for, I think. For Westinghouse. For Westinghouse. That's yes. what it was. Great That's stuff. Right. Teresa, thanks for stopping out and hang, hanging out with us tonight. Great. Thanks for having me. Great to see you. Great stuff. Good to see you once as again, well. Once again, intervalo.com. Check them out. Jason, thanks for hanging out with absolutely. me tonight. Absolutely. Did a great job filling we, in for Audrey. Are we coming to an end of our year here? It's craziness, I know, but we have another year in front of us. And we have so many stories like Teresa's to tell here on Tech Five. Amazing. And you've only missed one in how many years? Eleven, and I don't Eleven. want to jinx myself. Okay. I'm just saying. That's how dedicated I am, Jason. That's how dedicated I am. Hey, if you want to learn more about the Pittsburgh Technology Council, go to pghtech.org. Make it part of your 2019 resolutions to help your business grow and succeed. So many ways we love doing it. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And Jason Wolf. And I can officially say, Jason, we're both in the Pittsburgh Technology Council. (laughs) I love it so much. Love it too. Hey, everybody, have a great weekend. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 